faces. No one needs to see the ugly faces before it's time. Nah, no, no <laughs> ugly faces. No <laughs> ugly faces. Oh, man. Mike, miggity, 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 Mike. How do I sound, bro? You sound good. You sound good. Awesome. Let me get the headphone fully on. All right. Yeah, buddy. We ready. I, I like that you're not wearing the cap. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> you're going to look. He's going. You know, I know you like to wear the cap, but I like. I know. I, I like to wear I, the cap. I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel so naked without my baseball cap. You are too funny. It's like, you know, LL, you never catch out L without his cap. Oh, oh man! No, you don't. But only on the only NCAA, on the in that movie. Yeah, that in the movie, uh, Deep Blue, when yeah. he was like fighting sharks. Oh my god, <laughs> that's <laughs> so bad. Oh hell, did everything. They been, you know, a lot of people were. Um, I want to say a few weeks ago they were cracking on L because all his music videos, he looks nuts. Like he does all this crazy stuff, like playing guitar with a woman's leg, and all kinds of wild stuff. Like they were just uh, stinging on him and cracking on him. Oh man, but yeah, man. Uh what a crazy week, man. Crazy week, crazy week. So tell me, um, last week you were like, oh, I can't talk to you guys about this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Where to pick right up, Frankie. Uh, no, I, listen, like, I, I wanna like, know. You're like the perfect TV show. You know exactly where to pick it up. Um <laughs> you don't even need a preview. Last time on Life Lessons with Idiots, Rashawn left a trailer that I'll let you guys know what I'm doing. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Now here we are. Um, yeah, I had a great week. So I, uh, we mentioned it on prior episodes. But yes, last week was not only my 10-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you very much, Frankie. Uh, it was also my 40th birthday. Yeah, what? He's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. So um, last week when, you know, we recorded Saturday. So um, and the reason being is because m- my wife had made arrangements for me for Sunday. Uh, she had prepared an outing for us and uh, we went to New York, which was nice. She actually coordinated. She knows I hate driving to New York. So she actually coordinated a way where we could take a bus there. Um, and the bus <laughs> surprisingly, or this whole trip was uh, actually arranged or led by my old high school Spanish teacher. What? Who's Chinese. <laughs> oh, my God. And you would think after, you know, 20, over 20 plus years of her not seeing me, that she would totally have forgotten me. Nope. <laughs> she knew exactly who I was as soon as I got on the bus. <laughs> really? Well, you, yeah. you haven't changed much. I mean, like you. Wait, <laughs> but she remembered me for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh, damn, no. <laughs> yes. She goes, as soon as I got on the bus, Frankie, she was like, oh, no, dear God, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Listen, my God. Yo, I, God bless all the teachers who had to deal with me in high school before maturity, before self-awareness, <laughs> before I had the ability to regulate my energy levels. God bless you all for tolerating me. And, and definitely, uh, Miss Lou, she was there, and she she told everyone on the bus why she remembered me, which is basically she remembers having to call my mother because I refused to do her homework. <laughs> what? Yes. I Because you know what it was? So, Frankie, in high school, I had a job. So, like, and this is not an excuse, but I would basically, after school, try to do as much homework as I could. And I would mainly focus on the main classes like math, history, reading, or whatever essays I had to do. Those were my main priorities. So I would just focus all my attention on those and then just be like, all right, I got to go to work. And by doing that, my electives like Spanish 
kind of fell to the wayside. Which Wait a minute, she was your Spanish teacher. She was my Spanish teacher. <laughs> so, <laughs> like you know, she you know, I didn't feel like writing uh, the different forms of uh, what is it like? Give me a Spanish word for it. Estudiar or estudiando (laughs) and all the variations to try to remember all these different things i just didn't have the uh the patience for it so i would say oh i'll try to finish it on the bus or i'll try to finish it before her class and nine times out of ten i didn't have enough time and she would she she got so fed up with me because the thing is i was actually good in spanish class like i i picked up the language rather quickly so for her, it was frustrating because it's like I have a student here who has the potential to probably really pick this up and he's being a turd. <laughs> so she got so fed up that she went ahead and um she called my mother. I'm getting do you I hear something in the background. Yeah, turn it down. Okay, yeah. All right. Anyway, I thought I heard I feel like audio was playing in the background somewhere. I don't think so. You sure? All right. Anyway. All right, hold on. Listen. Please. No, I don't hear anything. No. All right, never mind. And I was listening. Uh, I was trying. I was like, I feel like my voice is like echoing in my ear. But anyway, um, long story short, so she called my mother because she got so fed up with me. She was like, I'm calling your mother. And she did it like in class. Like she told everybody in class, Rashawn, right after this class, we're going to the library. I'm going to get a phone and we're going to call your mother. And she sure enough did. And she told everybody on the bus this. So you would think I'd be embarrassed, but I wasn't. I was like, nah, she's telling the truth. <laughs> you, were, you were a good student overall, right? Yeah, overall I was a good student. I, I did eventually, you know, I did end up passing her class, but she, I just gave her a really hard time. Like, I did. Like, I was not, oh, I was frustrating. <laughs> like, I would have been frustrated with me if I had to deal with me. Like, listen, God bless her. I'm just, I'm, listen, what I'm going to tell you is that I had the best three years of high school. <laughs> What happened to the fourth year? That's irrelevant. All right, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk. <laughs> well, my teachers all knew me as well. But um, yeah. that's because, like, I think that you're in my English class. That's what they used to say to yeah. me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think. I, I vaguely remember. Didn't you, you show up one period? I said, yeah, September. Oh, man. Yeah, I wasn't a good student. I uh, was the worst. I but, think, you know, it's tough. It's tough. And I'm going to touch more so on, because um, I have a topic on schools later but i'm let me just finish up the the birthday surprise so anyway she took me i uh, got on the bus we took the bus to new york and she surprised me with tickets to see michael jackson on broadway wow, <laughs> wow. so that was an awesome surprise uh for anybody that doesn't know like i'm like a huge michael jackson fan so like this was like a special an amazing idea for her to plan this. And she planned this like a year in advance. Like she planned this like a year ago. Wow. She knew like when the tickets were coming out, she was like, we're going to get tickets. And she wanted to surprise me. And we also, she booked a reservation for a nearby Cuban restaurant, which by the way, Frankie, you need to check it out. It's called Victor's cafe. Definitely shouting them out. Um, Mm -hmm. They're on 52nd street. And man, I had Churrasco steak with, and she ordered ropa, ropa vieja. And I had a side of uh, fried plantains. Well, no, bandu- maduros. I don't know what yeah, they call them there. Maduros. All right. Um, plantains. Yeah, so they, they ha- I had that. I had uh, right, my, the rice and beans was like A1. Oh, my God. Rice and black beans was like A1. We had uh, sangria and mojito. And it was a good dinner. Solid dinner. To the point, that it was so good, Frankie. I was like, yo, we don't even need to see the show. Just take me back on the bus and let's go home because I'm tired. I ate wow. so much food. And I had a, uh, this uh, the the tres leches, 
uh, cake at the end, bruh, amazing. Anyway, I highly recommend people go check that restaurant out. Again, it's called Victor's Cafe on 52nd Street. The bomb. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. But anyway, so that was that. And then anyway, I went in there and we saw Michael Jackson on Broadway, uh, which, by the way, I went in with a lot of like cynicism. Like I went in there like wanting to hate the show because I'm as a die when you're a diehard fan, who's your favorite artist that you're like, I know every beat, I know every melody, I know every nuance he does in the song. Like we've had this conversation. I know this, we did, but who, who is your guy? His name yeah. is Frankie Ruiz. Frankie Ruiz. Now no one can tell you anything about yeah, Frankie Ruiz. No one. Like if somebody says, Oh, oh, this person sounds just like him, you were like, No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> like you would know, right, Frankie? Oh, I definitely would. Like you would immediately point out, like, no, he didn't do the runs the way Frank Frankie Ruiz would. He didn't do the so. Like I'm the same way with Michael Jackson because I watched his whole career. Well, most of it. I even remember the Jackson Five cartoon. I remember <laughs> a lot of stuff. But that, but that was that was on uh, Saturday mornings. Yeah, yeah, back in the listen, day. man. I like that anymore. Michael Jackson span his career was five decades. I don't know any artist whose life of music spans five decades with hits. And then after you leave, everyone still is imitating your art. So anyway, I knew that the bar for these people was going to be high. So I was like, yo, these people better freaking bring it, man. And I was making jokes to the uh, to the people that was on the, you know, that rode with us on the bus. I was joking. Like, I was like, yeah, you know, if one of them go down, Frankie, <laughs> I might have to go on stage and, you know, show these little whippersnappers. What's well, really good? Listen, which, by the way, we're going to talk about the we're videos that you posted that. on Instagram. We're going to get to that. Your dealer, no deal. Oh, my God. The we'll dancing get to on that. stage. Was that a, was oh, that a, was we'll that get to that. Play? We'll get to that. We'll get to that, Frankie. Was that a school Look, play? Frankie, we'll get was, to that. Just answer that. Was that a school play? No. It was, well, it was a talent show. It was a talent show. Oh, we'll get to these things. But anyway, long story short, the show was phenomenal. They blew me away. The cast, I had no business even going near that stage. They nailed every nuance. They nailed everything. They touched on the controversies. They touched on all the stuff that was said about him. Uh, they did. They just handled it really well. And um, if you are even somewhat interested in some of Michael's catalog, uh, I highly recommend you check it out because the, the the performances were out of this world. They took you to every part of Michael's life, everywhere from they they touched on the trauma, the abuse. The, uh, the stuff Joe Jackson put him through, they touched on uh, the surgeries. And he was like, yo, I live in L.A. Who didn't have a surgery? Like, I mean, and they made fun. Like, they... The whole victory tour? They Well, it was the dangerous tour. They, they the highlighted it. Okay. So what they did was, the whole premise of the show is that MTV is interviewing him. And they're asking him, how do you create your playlist for your shows, like for your concerts? And he goes, I like to put the audience on a journey. I like to tell them a story. Right. And then he tells you, and as he's narrating to the interviewer, they're acting out his whole life as he's going through it. And he's like jumping in between and you see how certain things or certain words that was said to him, certain traumas, how they morphed him into the man he ended up becoming to be everything from his perfectionists, uh, the people who inspire him like uh, Gene Kelly, Jackie Wilson, James Brown, the Nicholas brothers. And he even, they had a scene where people, dancers were dressed as the Nicholas brothers and Jackie and, Gene Kelly, and they would dance like those respective artists, and then they would show how Michael, the guy who played Michael, he would do exactly what they did, and then remix it his own way, so you could see how he drew inspiration from like their movements right. to create his own style of dance, and Michael's whole thing was I wanted to be great, so I studied all the greats, and yo, it's 
That, yeah. No, listen, Bro, listen, if they're going to put it on Broadway, they got to do it right. They, and, and they and did. If, and if they did their research, fam, they blew me away. Like, I was like, damn, I, I know Michael, but yeah. you guys, you lived it. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all no, lived that's, it. That's pretty so cool. So was, that was a dope moment. So, yeah, I came back. And the rest of the week has been great, man. Um, Lots of love on social media. Um, I know people always say, like, when people wish you happy birthday on Facebook, they, they usually are like, oh, man, you just did it because you got the notification. But let me tell you something. I text you. And you did. I was like, you know, when you're family, you better text me. <laughs> you better you better talk to me. Yeah. But no, um, I do appreciate it. Like, I know a lot of people be like, oh, man, it's, it's, you know, superficial, it's whatever. To me, there's a lot of times those notifications come up when it's somebody's birthday and you don't respond, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, so I always feel like if the person felt like or compelled enough to say, you know what, I like Rashawn enough. That I'm gonna actually say, yo, happy birthday, and I want to acknowledge it and send him that love. I'm very appreciative of that. So a lot of people who show me love, um, I appreciate that. A lot of people wish me well with me and my wife for our 10 year anniversary. Ten years, wow. A decade, bro. A decade in, man. I, it's nothing compared to you though, Frankie. <laughs> like, like, ten years is ten yeah, years. Frankie, Frankie, it's nothing compared to yours. But yes, yes. Twenty seven. Huge milestone. Huge milestone for us. No, it's crazy. Um we talked about how how much how long we know each other. Yeah, and I got yelled at. They, they, I was told like, "Oh, you don't even know the concept of time." Oh yeah, we don't. Because <laughs> you've been around before my daughters were born. Yeah, so they're fourteen. So you've Jesus, been, I was saying we were saying ten or eleven. It's gotta holy be cow. Yeah, yeah. Because Erica was like, "No, you, we definitely know Frankie for way back. Like before, like when me and Erica first started talk, talking to each other. She was like, "No, you guys known each other longer than that." So, um, yeah, she told me the same thing. She was like, you guys are way off. Yeah. Like, no. But listen, we don't, we don't do time. It's I don't like, do time. <laughs> it's whatever. I'm the worst, We're man. We're still here. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, great week, man. I'm, I'm really excited. So, yeah, um, good to be back here now. Um, good to catch up with my boy. We got a lot to catch up. Yo, the barbershop. A lot of people was hitting me up about you. <laughs> they like, what, what, and I saw you was in the barbershop yeah. yesterday. <laughs> so I went to the barbershop. And I, I, I said, Frankie. You better ask him. So you better ask him. No, so my barber wasn't there. Ah, look at you. So I went to another guy. Ooh, and you said Quanto? No, I just gave him money. Oh my God. How <laughs> about Frankie? Oh my God. Yo. Yo, wait, stop. Just stop. You had a chance to redeem yourself and just ask a total different barber. Cause you could have played it off like, hey man, you know, my barber charges me one thing, but I'm curious, what do you charge? Why would I do that? Oh my God. Frank. Why would I fix something that's not broken? Seriously. Frank, man. That relationship is broken. <laughs> it's not broken. I mean, they say hello to me. I say hi. I sit down. They get a haircut. They're doing their job. I'm providing to a small business. Oh, my God. Okay? I get up. I like it. I give them money, and I walk out. What is... Frankie. What? You just... You could have just totally been like, looked at him like, hey, Quanto, just in case, like, why you had the money in your hand. Listen. So that way, if he would have said, oh, uh, 20, you know, 25 or whatever, no. you could have been like, oh, I bet. Now you know what the standard rate is. No. Not the great value Frankie rate. No. So <laughs> I then, can't believe this. So then Karen goes to me, um, what, what, does, what do you give him? I was like, don't worry about it. I cannot, Frankie. <laughs> I really cannot. But why? Why? It's nothing. Nothing's wrong. But the bootlegger showed up. <laughs> he was there. He was selling. Stuff. I bet you got his rates. Well, yeah, he's he's, he's got <laughs> he up in price charging, too. He charging ten dollars for three too. movies. <laughs> no, he he was actually he had food. Yo, who? Wait, what do bootleggers do anymore? Does he sell movies? He got he has movies. He has purses. He has watches. I mean, like you could have gotten a Rolex for like twenty. Wait, time out. Let 
I don't even know. That's not a Rolex. That's a Bolex. Yeah, it don't make a difference. I mean, like, you're only going to flash it real quick. <laughs> they only got to see. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't tick. It doesn't no, do it moves. It, it does takes, move. But it actually does the ticking. Oh, it You know, Rolex does not tick. Yeah, it's Rolex doesn't tick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the thing definitely ticks. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was in there. So I'm like, if he's in here, I don't have to I don't have to ask. I cannot, Frankie. Yeah. Yo, I don't even know why bootleggers are trying to sell movies. I My bootlegger at my barbershop, he used to sell fire sticks. Oh, yeah. So the fire sticks come preloaded with the apps. He's like, yo, just go to this app and you can watch as many much movies No, you some want. of those bootleggers now, they sell they sell you the, like, um, they sell, it's not the fire stick. It's yeah. A different, it's a different they stick. They got different kind of, yeah. And it's it's fully programmed with like yep. a thousand channels. And oh, they be like, yo, you like video games? You can, yeah. Yo, here go all the video games. <laughs> and they're selling them for $35, $40. I mean, like, I never get those things. Yeah, I'm never getting that. Because, yeah. you know, you got to break your home and infect your whole computer. Yeah, and you know me about that. Oh, man. Oh, my God. This is, this is not where we start. I really can't. What you you had a, a redemption moment. It was like. Listen, they were see, having a And that was God religious, talking to you. That was no, God talking to you. Okay. They were having a very religious conversation over there. They were trying to explain to me why only one specific religion okay. is the only one that matters. This is their entire conversation. Whoa, 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 whoa. One. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One. Pause. Wait, and what religion is this? They were saying the Catholics is the only religion Wait, that Wait, what? I'm telling you, and I'm listening. Go, where does it say it in the Bible? And it says it, and it says it. Now, no. mind you. Oh, the, boy. Here's the, here's the thing. And I'm, and I'm like, just show it to me. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, show yeah. it to me, I'll, I'll be happy and I'll be convinced. Okay. So, so then I go to them. So I have a question. So Jesus said that? They're like, yes. I go, but Jesus, Jesus was Jewish. Yeah. And then he was like, no, no, you don't understand. You're changing the words. Now, mind you, now they're talking about the Bible and cursing. Oh, man. So I'm like, I want out of this conversation. <laughs> I don't need a part of this one. So I will say this as a person who used to be religious. Uh, I believe in the Bible. It says you will not worship any other idols or gods. And it was it was directed more towards the Egyptians who was right. worshiping all those different pharaohs and all those different things. And I know a lot of Christians have taken that verse right. and have found a way to kind of twist the narrative to say that my religion is above all other religions right. because you should not worship anything that's different than the God that I support in this book. I get it. <laughs> I get it. So do I. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> However, it also says in the Bible that you shouldn't just go by whatever just the words say or hearsay of, of, of other people. It says you should seek and you should find. Right. Knock and the door will be open. So it's saying that you should just seek the information for yourself and the spirituality connection that brings you closer to my father other than just this one book. So if your spiritual path takes you into other different religions or different ways, as long as you are celebrating your creator, then we are worshiping the same being. Booyah, that's how we're going to start the show, Frankie. Kicking <laughs> off with some life spiritual lessons. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> so, so after that whole, that, that whole discussion is going on. I can't believe that happened. No, so the whole discussion is going on, and I'm getting my hair cut. Yeah. And I'm like. Hallelujah. They ain't, get, they ain't getting an extra <laughs> oh, time. Oh, no. Me. You ain't getting no tithes and offerings <laughs> no, from me. <laughs> that, that was the conversation at the barbershop. And I'm like, are you kidding me? No, you never know. At the barbershop, the conversation could literally go anywhere. It could go anywhere from... Uh, from from sports, politics, movies, religion, it's just it's a free for all. It's like Jerry Springer. Oh, they're they're, they're, a, they're a mess in there. And let me tell you, and you watching, and I'm watching yeah. all the guys coming in and yeah. now. They, you know, some guys are coming in with booze, and you know, something. It's just like 
it's not even a barbershop. It's just like there's there's chairs it's a hangout. now. It's a hangout. It's a hangout. But I didn't have to pay any extra, so I'm okay. I cannot with you, Frankie. You had a true moment. All right, Frankie. Come on. Let's go ahead and get started, man. We, I can't, we wasted like probably 15 minutes just doing this intro. Oh, man. The chat room is filling up. We got all our peoples in there. I see my wife is in there. I see Maria is in there. I see uh, my boy Rob is making his first time appearance in here, representing from Cali, listening in. That's my guy. Uh, Nick is in here. Is he? No, I don't know if Nick's in here. Nick's not allowed. Oh man, y'all be you can't be do don't be disrespecting my guy. Nick's not allowed. He has to listen, <laughs> to, listen to cause because she's on. Okay, because Maria's on. Yeah. All right, man. We about we about to get it started, man. Let's go ahead and let's cook it up. Let's cook with some fire grease in here. I said fire grease. What is fire grease, Frankie? Some fish grease. <laughs> let's crock, man. Let's go. What episode is this? Uh huh. Uh huh. Life lessons. We out of here. Drop the beat. Get ready. Oh, oh, these boys are back, back again. again. Season two in the cloud radio proudly presents, presents Life Lessons with Idiots. And the part goes on. Life Lessons, Life Lessons. No, this... It's just your boys, Frankie and Rashawn. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. Yeah, come on. They're not the smartest in the room. Don't tell me you. <laughs> Do not tell me you don't this, eat meat somehow. This is all veggies, Frankie. There's not a veggie that can make you that heavy. There's no way a veggie can make you that heavy. But they're definitely not the dumbest. Now let's get into it. Life Lessons with Idiots. Hey, er. What's going on? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your boys, Frankie and Rashawn, coming at you live. We appreciate everybody who are listening. We appreciate all of our day one listeners who've been rocking with us since day one. We love y'all. Thank you for sticking with us and welcome all of our new listeners. Please make yourselves at home, find a nearby couch, find a nearby place to sit down and come and enjoy this audio experience. I know Frankie just drop kicked my camera, so I don't even know if I'm going to be centered or not. He was over here just doing cardio stretches and he, he Bruce Lee kicked my mic. <laughs> I mean, my, my camera stand, but here we on and popping. Anyway, today is March 27th, 2022. This is episode number 24, and we are coming at you live. Just so you know, Nick is next to Maria. Nick is next to Maria. That's my guy, always standing next to his wife there. He's a stand-up guy there. Just He stands beside her. He knows. He knows. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one of those days, people. I would like to apologize in advance. Oh, man, you guys know how to follow us uh, and how to listen to us. Uh, check us out. Make sure you follow us on all the social media sites. We're on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Be sure to definitely subscribe to our podcast on Spotify as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, and also on Mixcloud. And brand new, as we mentioned last week, we are on Stitcher. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we're in San Francisco. Hello. Hey, San Francisco. We love you guys. We we love you guys ever since Full House came out. Oh. 
Nah, too, too, too close for comfort. <laughs> that was the show. Too yeah. close for comfort. Oh, too close for comfort. Full House was there too. That's the house. That was yeah, the... but too close for comfort was first. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. They, they 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 started, and they got the Golden State Warriors. And and we, what? We're in a new country. We're in a new country. We are in Ireland. Oh, my family is over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why I didn't tell you because I knew you were gonna do that. I was like, "Yeah, it's all on him." Oh, my family! Hey, I'm the Black Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're in um we're in Ireland. Yeah, we're, we we uh, that is amazing. Yeah, w- what's up, idiots? Yep, there are definitely more idiots out there. Oh man, Irish idiots, let's go! Yeah, come on. Oh, we got Conor McGregor over there. <laughs> yeah, still no Italy though. I'm still waiting. Oh man, we'll get Italy one day. We'll get them. Yeah, we'll definitely get it. Oh, man. We got to get more romantic on the mic. No, that's not me. I'm Okay. All right. So we won't. Romantic, get... romantic for me is picking up my Uber Eats. <laughs> you be wine and dining your fries. I like, hello. Hey, boo. Ten minutes. I'm going to dip you into the sauce. <laughs> Ten minutes. Come pick me up. Because I won't do the delivery. Oh, man. No? No. You, I, I do the So you up. do Uber Eats and then go pick it up? Yep. Because I, I just want to walk in and walk right out. That's, I, like, I, the, I, that's I like the reverse Uber no. Eats. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. Why did you just call the restaurant? No, they just make your food and just get because it to go. Some, they won't. They won't even do that anymore. Some places. <laughs> some some restaurants now you have to go through the app. I Wait. swear to you, you can't call certain restaurants. You can't call a restaurant to do a takeout order. No. So you go they, through they, Uber they, Eats. They tell you that you have to go through Uber Eats or, or, or Grubhub. Backwards. At, all right. Hey man, look. So I'm like okay with it. Listen, I seen what those guys do. Yeah. When they're delivering, yeah. I've seen them Maybe actually drinking a shake. No, not only that. We get your fries. They, they've been in the bathroom. Take your food to the bathroom so they can go to the bathroom. That's nasty. I don't need my food. Oh, no, see, I pick up my own stuff. No. Uh, that's just disturbing. See, why yeah. you just ruin Uber Eats for like a bunch of people? No, everybody just stop being so lazy. <laughs> just go. Just <laughs> place the order. I love Frankie. And just go pick it up. It's not that hard. Oh, man. I can't. All right, man. Let's get started. Dude, I'm a germaphobe when it comes to I love to it. Like I love that. it. Dude, I, love I can't. It. Right. No. It's okay, Howie. Howie Mandel. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get through this. Well, you know Howie because you were on Deal or No Deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That got a lot of play. So, yeah, because it was my... It's so funny, man. So, turning 40, right? I'm now in the 40-40 club. And uh, it's weird, man. And, I mean, I know you you blew past this lap already. I mean, you're oh you're God. further you're further down the race than I am. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta remind me of the fact I, that, <laughs> dude. The, seriously, the, don't worry, yo. It, you know what's so funny? As soon as I entered the forty forty club, it was like, "Hey, welcome, welcome." I was like, "Man, ain't nobody in here but a bunch of people with hurt knees and lower back pain." <laughs> yep. Meanwhile, I'm fifty, and I don't wake up going. Eh, <laughs> I don't do none of that stuff. I just get up. You just get up. Get up. Look that's at you, fifty. Uh, fifty large. I know. I know. I know people that are a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hurting when they get oh up. Oh my god, they're pop locking. <laughs> yeah, we had that conversation yesterday. We know a couple of people that they just when they wake up in the mornings, they're all they are in mad pain. And oh I'm yeah, like, man, like, it's it's tough, man. Like some, if you don't take care of yourself, it'll catch up to you. That's because they try working out. I'm like, if you never work out, yeah, man, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, man, you gonna just be sitting there just doing like the Tin Man and the Wizard of Oz waking up. Yep. No, I oil oil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get my exercise in. I don't look oh, it, but I, I, I get my exercise in. I, I do know somebody that was stretching <laughs> during uh, after working out. Oh yeah, and was stretching. You know, you know like after the workouts, a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He let one go. No, she fell asleep. Oh, sh- <laughs> that's a mean way to go to sleep. Yeah. Forty-five minutes. Wow. Out. out, out, out. 
Stretch it. Sleeping. I don't know if they had a little saliva coming out the side or anything. All on the mat. All, all, That's disgusting. All elbow, head and elbow, you, passed out. Pre-COVID, I would have been laughing, but now I'm more disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, ooh, you was on the floor like that? Ugh. It was in their house. It wasn't, oh, okay. no, no, it wasn't in no gym. No. I'm about to say, ugh. People that do that in the gym, that's, that's straight up That's nasty. nasty. I see people walking around the gym with like, with no shoes on. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you people? Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Yeah, but somebody actually fell asleep while uh, while stretching and then family got yelled at because they left her there. Oh, wow. <laughs> the family's like, ah, she'll wake up eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back for her later. That was too funny. So what do we got for current events, man? Oh, man. Yo, so much has happened this week. Um, first, I got to start off with some sad news. I mean, um, ladies, I'm going to need you guys to bear with me because I'm going to touch on some sports. So sad news. Matty Ice, Matty Ice Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons is no longer with the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> he was traded to the Indianapolis, Indianapolis, I can't even say it, Indianapolis Colts uh, after spending 15 years with, uh, with uh, Atlanta Falcons. He is no longer with us. He's a former 2016 MVP and former passing leader. Most passing yards in the NFL by a player in his first 14 seasons. I will most likely remember Matt Ryan for not only taking the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl and losing, but uh, I will remember him for his his first uh, pass in the NFL. So we had just got Matt Ryan, right? And he comes into the league. And this guy, his first pass, very first pass, we were, we were playing against the Lions. He throws the ball, and I'm like, let's see what this guy could do. He throws the ball. Jenkins catches it, Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Runs it for 62 yards for a touchdown. And he thought, oh, this is going to be I easy. was like, <laughs> that was his first pass in the league. And I said to myself, oh, that's it. We're going to the Super Bowl. This guy's the next Brady. <laughs> and honestly, he was a, he's a stand-up dude. Like, he, he won a lot of Walter Payton Awards, which is basically like whenever you do a lot of community service. He won he won that award uh, two years ago, I think. Right. Um, he's like a man of the people. He embraced Atlanta. Even the way he left. Uh, he's nothing but respect and love to Atlanta. I mean, it wasn't his choice. He would have kept staying. He would have stayed and kept playing. Right. But you know, you know, we had to let him go because uh, we're rebuilding. So my team's gonna be trash, especially now that we knew Brady's back. Uh, we said, you know what? Let's just park it. <laughs> division belongs to Tampa again. Let's let's just let Brady have this division again, and uh, we'll come back in another two years and yeah. see how things look. So I wish Matt Ryan the best of luck with his new team. He- wish him all the best. Um, and thank you, Matt Ryan. Um, next is uh St. Peter's Jersey City's in the building. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, they played a day. They played they yes. play, uh, so for those that don't know, Jersey City. So once again, let's bring it back. St. Peter's, their school, they were ranked 15th in the NCAA tournament. So if you don't know, it's the 16 best colleges, mm-hmm. basketball teams all coming together in this big tournament. I can tell you right now, no one in the universe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> picked this school from Jersey City to make it even past the first round. They've had some of the hardest competition. They played against the number two school. They played the number against the number three school in Purdue, and they've been winning. This is the greatest Cinderella story. I cannot wait till ne- someone picks this up and make a Netflix movie out of it because it's absolutely amazing <laughs> watching them uh, progress. Um, I thought for sure that. Their time was up when they went up against Purdue. I was like, I don't think they're going to pull us out. They got that big uh, Asian dude on their team. That dude was like like seven foot. And it, we had no answer for him. No answer. That's okay. And, and um, somehow the boys pulled it out. I couldn't be more proud of this yeah. this team. And I'm not a diehard college basketball guy, but watching this story unfold and watching these kids 
just go through the ranks is amazing. However, they are going up against North Carolina next, the Tar Heels. And um, I like to say anything can happen, but the Tar Heels, they, they, they're, they're tough. Yeah. They're, they're, Bro, Purdue was no slouch. No, but we're talking North Carolina. We're talking about the rival against Duke. We're talking about North Carolina. And we're talking about the school Michael Jordan went to. Like, we're we, we talking about... Yeah. Yeah. No, I no, I get it. No, I get but listen, those yeah. guys should be so proud of themselves. But they, I'm, made it, they, yeah. they made it to here. Honestly, first time ever. Yeah. First time ever. Anyone of that seed has made it to the top, uh to the Elite Eight. So kudos to them. I don't care if they don't win the next game. I, I'm they're the bomb. And you know what? They got all the confidence in the world. They're they're they don't think they're gonna lose. And but that's the way you're supposed to play. I love it. I love it. But they they're playing with like with nothing to lose, and they're playing like they're not going to lose. So I I can't wait to see what happens if they if they play at night. I'm all the way in. You're supposed to play and in any yeah, sport. Man. In any sport, whether it's like baseball, if you if you're going to go in going, oh, we're going to lose this one. Guess what? You're going to yeah, lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're mean, already defeated before you step on listen, the court. I never seen Mike Tyson go into the ring says, oh, I'm going to lose this one. And he, no, no, he walked in, knocked he, him out, kept going, or eat or eating him. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you do get a little hungry. Hang on. <laughs> what a snack mid fight. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Uh, next thing. You're going to like this one. Uh, something new is happening in Florida. What's happening now in Florida? So I don't really care for this governor, Governor De- DeSantis, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, he's, I have my reasons for not liking him. It's not because he's Republican. There's multiple other reasons why I right. can't stand him, especially his uh, handling of things during the pandemic uh, really irked me. But anyway. Uh, broke clock could be right twice a day, they say, right, Frankie? Mm-hmm. So this one I'm actually in alignment with. He signed a new bill requiring mandatory financial literacy classes prior to graduation for high school students. Uh, he's saying they'll get half credit, uh, and it'll be a course covering banking, credit cards, credit scores, loan applications, and investments. I can get behind this. Now, granted... Well- we like him or we still or we don't no, like him still? I don't like him, but I'm in so agreement like with this bill. Okay. No, I just want to know how I'm gonna go with this because I like that. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I like <laughs> this part. I like this part. This is the this is some in Florida for Florida to be the first school making this mandatory, like you can't graduate unless you take the financial literacy course. I think this is a bold move. I think it's long overdue. I think every state should adopt this or I'm not surprised I'm surprised it hasn't done already because clearly our government can't ba- balance a budget. So we should probably make sure that the next generation can. So by mandated, because not everybody is being taught these things. And you shouldn't wait till you in college to learn about debt when you're already in the debt. <laughs> you, you can't use the government as an excuse because them not balancing a budget is part of their budget. Yeah. That's a totally different world. That's a whole different thing. That's, that's what they do. That's how they make their money. Yes and no. Yes. Well, that, it's how the people... The politicians make their money. Of course, that's what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other yeah, ones yeah. are doing it. But what I'm saying is like... It's not you and me with, going in yeah, there yeah, going, yeah. Oh, no, we need to do this. Yeah. No, it's the politicians. Oh, that's yeah, they're, they they're getting their money hand over. I mean, we already talked about it like a few podcasts ago about how some of these, you know, House representatives and people in the Senate have made more money this during this past pandemic than their entire lives and more than everyone in the country. Like, uh, I forgot what I did the stat when I was talking about Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell and all the money they made from their investments and they're pretty open about their insider trading. They're, they're still rocking and doing their own thing. But long story short, the financial literacy course, I'm behind this. I hope more states do adopt it. Um, speaking of financial literacy, another thing since I turned 40 uh, and somebody hit me up and was like, Hey, Rashawn, you know, I'm getting older too. They was like, 
you know, I'm trying to figure out like, what do I need to do? Should I adjust my 401k stuff? Because he's older than me and he's like, I don't know. Like, all I do is I just keep putting money in it. Like, I w- should, what should I do? And he hasn't touched any of his, his stuff in years. <laughs> like, right. he said it in the beginning and didn't touch it. So I told him first, I said, well, first you got to figure out how much are you making now? And if you, and we know things are going to get more expensive in the future, but you want to make sure your retirement can basically sustain you when you stop working. So if you're saying, let's just give a take, you make, I'm going to just throw round numbers out to keep it simple, $5,000 a month. Okay. You're a person that makes $5,000 a month. That's good money. That is good money. Now that I think about it. But that's like 60 grand a year, right? Because five times 12, 60 grand, right? Mm-hmm. Is my math good? I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say yes. All right. 60 grand a year. Yeah, it's good. So you're making 60 grand a year, and that's post taxes. So you're probably making more than that. Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know. I'm just, I'm winging these numbers. But anyway, 60 grand a month. So I said, you know, you got to figure out what your retirement, uh, you know, you're obviously not going to have the same expenses when you retire that you currently do now. Right. So you're not going to need the full 60 grand. So I was like, your portfolio right now should be fairly aggressive. And I, I told him a, a tip that a lot of financial advisors usually go by when they're trying to figure out the right sort of asset allocation for their mm-hmm. clients. So you take the number 100. Just imagine, Frankie, every person's going to live to 100. And you subtract it from your age. So save me, for example. If I take 100 minus my age of 40, I should have an allocation of 60-40. And 60 should be dedicated to equities. 40 should be dedicated towards bonds. For those that don't know what equities are, equities are like stocks. So there's two ways for you to to invest money. You can either A, invest for capital or appreciation. And that is like when you buy stocks. So whenever you buy a stock, you're becoming like an investor because you're hoping that the stock you buy today will be worth much more years later, right? If I buy Starbucks today and say Starbucks is at $25, I'm hoping that my Starbucks stock will be worth $50 when I go to retire. So that's equities. Bonds is when you're buying debt. And not just you're not just going around buying like mortgage debt, but you're buying like the government debt. Right. You're basically loaning the government money. So uh, bonds are like uh, there's there's a bunch of different things that fall into bonds. So there'll be T-bills, T-notes, bonds. And basically what you're doing is you're giving the government a loan and they're going to pay you back. So let's just say, for instance, you buy a thousand dollar bond and it has what we call a six percent coupon. Mm-hmm. So a six percent coupon, it means you're going to get paid six dollars a year for owning this coupon for the next let's just put a and they have terms so it's like you can get 10 20 30 so let's just say a 30-year bond you got a six percent coupon and you paid a thousand dollars for this bond right you said you're telling the government i'm gonna give you a thousand dollars right now you're gonna pay me six dollars a year for the next 30 years right and so so it sounds like cheap money but over time but they're paying you that money, and you're going to get paid. Cor- you're going to get paid semi-annually. You're going to get paid twice a year, based on that one bond. Now they could come back to you and say, "Hey, Frankie, you know what? We're going to pay you back sooner because interest rates are low. We want to buy back that bond. We got enough money to buy back that debt that you bought from us. We're going to give you the money. You're basically acting as the government's creditor <laughs> for six dollars. Six dollars a year." Six dollars a year, and that, again, that's like with a six percent coupon. Right. They got other coupons you could buy. You could buy a ten thousand uh, dollar bond, and and so forth. But long story short, I'm just keeping it, the math very simple. So the best way you could, you could invest, you either invest in either capital appreciation, 
or you invest in debt. Debt is going to give you income because you're getting paid. That's money that you're getting in. Right. And not only that, when the bond reaches maturity, you not only got all that premium that you charged the government for all those years, you also get your money back because they owe you the thousand dollars. So when you get to 30 years, they're going to give you a thousand dollars. But then you got to factor that in. I got a thousand dollars. Plus, I got all this money that they've been paying me for the past 30 years. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's how you kind of come out ahead. Now, bonds, you got to be careful because with interest rates changing, that bond, that thousand dollars might not mean crap <laughs> 30 years down the road. Right. Because, so, it because all obviously, yeah, yeah the, the inflation or whatever it might be. So anyway, long story short, to get back to what I was saying, I told my friend, I said, look, you might, when me being 40, I might have to change from my asset allocation from 70-30, where I used to be, to 60-40. And as you get older, you want to allocate it, you know, adjust. So, for example, Frankie's 50. You should go 50-50 now. You should have 50 in equities, 50 in bonds, because you want your equities to continue to grow and appreciate over time and grow money, and you want your bonds to continue to pay you so your, your portfolio continue to grow, and then so forth. So that's the, like, sort of, like, generic... A uh, little financial tip there. And I thought that was appropriate since we were just talking about DeSantis and the whole financial literacy. So I got a question for you. So yeah. when it comes to stuff like that, so like I have my 401k. Yeah. So that's all pre-tax. Got it. Mm -hmm. But I also invest some of my stuff that's after tax. Okay. So you have like a Roth? Yeah. Or you have a brokerage account? with That goes to my 401k. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you have vested money and you have unvested money. Unvested money. money. Correct. Okay. So when you go to take it out. You want to, okay, go ahead. No, so my question is, go ahead. when I do that, when it comes to the taxes, how does mm -hmm. that work? Oh, man, that's trash. Uh, no, we lost sound completely. Oh, man, nothing? <laughs> All right, are we, are we hope, back? Let's hope it comes back. I don't know if this is going to save the show. Ah! We should be back. I think we're back, right? I don't know. When did it cut off? I don't know. Oh, Maria says we're back. She can hear us. It's it's the site. Hey. When the site does that, it shuts everything down. Man, there we go. Hey guys, sorry oh. about that. Thanks for giving us the heads up, though. I don't know, Frankie. You gotta have to splice this bad boy. Oh, this one's gonna be hard. Oh, oh. man, I don't even know when it cut off. Can you anybody tell us? Uh, oh, was Frank's question? <laughs> oh, oh, Frankie. They wanted to know. All right, okay. at the best part. All right, so go back to. Let's go back to it. We're gonna. Uh, so my question was basically the. So Frankie wanted to know. If uh if he has a 401k account, he has an IRA account, and he has some money vested and some money, I mean some money that has been taxed and then some money that hasn't been taxed. So let's start over. The IRA, when you making your automatic uh deposit into your 401k on those untaxed dollars, the government is basically foregoing taxing you until you go to withdrawal. So if you have say two hundred thousand dollars in your 401k that has never been taxed before, and that $200,000 appreciates based on growth or whatever, and it gets up to like $290,000, whatever it might be by the time you reach the age to be able to, you know, take it out. I think it's 59 and a half. You can start with your withdrawals without getting a 10% penalty. Anyway, you go to take your money out of there. At the time that you start getting those uh, distributions, those contributions from your retirement account, they're going to tax you to as ordinary income. So whatever tax bracket you're right. in at that time, you're going to get taxed for that full money, right? Mm -hmm. So that $290,000, if you get distributions, I don't know, $4,000 a month or $5,000 a month, whatever your allocation is going to be based right. on your distribution, they're going to tax you that based on 
your tax bracket. So if you're at a 20% tax bracket, you'll get taxed on that $5,000 a month, boom, right out the gate because they foregone taxing you at the time when you was gotcha. paying. However, your Roth or your after-tax contributions, they can't double tax you on that. So that money that is sitting in there and just accruing and growing and whatever, they can only tax you on the gains that you made on it. So once again, let's take that same scenario. You had $200,000 in your 401k. You had $200,000 in your Roth. Your Roth has accrued the same way, $290,000. Right. They can't tax you on the $200,000. They can only tax you on the $90,000 that you have there. So when you're getting those distributions, you're going to get it in sort of like two parts. So think of it again, that that same like $5,000 a month thing. Right. Say... Out of that $290,000, you get in your $5,000, you're going to keep like outright like 70% of that and then get taxed only on 30% of whatever that is, that ordinary income based on the remaining amount of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I saying right? yeah. so yeah. Uh, I, I started in the beginning when I first started my retirement account, I was going full 401k, right? Because everybody tells you you got to put 401k because you right. want the company matching. Now, I'm all about the Roth because the thing is your 401k is kind of inflated. Because you're foregoing taxes all that time, you're going to have to pay that. You're going to have to pay the piper when the time comes. So you could say if you had like if you had a substantial amount of money in your 401k, like say 400 grand, I don't even look at it as 400 grand because you might as well look at it as more like 200 grand because tax men, depending on where you at and depending on your money situation, they're going to want a significant portion of it. However, with my Roth, that's like a enhanced savings account that they only could touch a portion of. So what I would say is, I would say put enough money in your 401k to meet the minimum requirement of your employer's company matching. Right. So that they're matching you. So if you're putting in 4% of your paycheck and your company's matching you 4%, you got 8% going into your 401k. Let that company four uh, percent pay for your taxes. <laughs> right, that's 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 the you know what I'm saying. I w- and just let that stack. But I will put so if you I will put the remaining like say six percent. So if you're doing ten percent of your paycheck into a retirement account, I will put six percent into a Roth, four percent into the four hundred one k. So the four percent you meet the minimum standard so that the company can match you. You got eight percent there. You do six percent into a Roth. Your company will match you six percent. So now you got 12% after tax dollars going into your 401k. And then when you, as that builds up on interest and accrues in value and so forth, you will only pay on the gain. So now when you go to take your money out of your Roth account, if you got like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in there, you can say seventy percent of that money is yours because you already paid taxes on it. Exactly. Easy money. Now you sitting there, you banking, brother. <laughs> Conversation I was having yesterday, so that's why I brought it up. Booyah. I think we hit on both things, too. Perfectly explained. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. No, that was good, man. Good question. Um, So where else are we at? I got other stuff for you, Frankie. Oh, go ahead. All right. Now, Frankie, I got a touchy subject. Oh, boy. This one's touchy. Oh, boy. I'm kind of nervous. I want to, before I do this topic, I just want to say I have the most amazing mother-in-law and father-in-law. They're the bomb. Uh, They are wise beyond their years and... They walk more miles than I could ever do in a day, and they are they are the anomaly of anyone that of their age. I just want to put that disclaimer out now before I ask this question. Let me stretch <laughs> because this might be awkward. 
So, Frankie, so I know your job doesn't discriminate, you know, but would you hire someone at your job that was above 70 years old? Wow. <laughs> what a question. So I'm going to answer that. So wait, let me get, let me help you out. Let me shoot you some bell while you, while you get yourself together. Your job is pretty demanding. Your job is pretty strenuous, stressful. Mm -hmm. And at times you have to make rather uh, immediate decisions. And it's a high-pressured environment. It's a lot of stress and a lot of demand. And sometimes, Frankie, you work on weekends. Like, you don't, you know, sometimes you don't have days off. I'm 24-7. I've been 24-7 yeah. since Like, January. you're on call. Yeah. Okay. So, and you're, if you are, had an opening <laughs> on your team <laughs> and you were looking to fill it and you're not one to discriminate anyone's capabilities, and you're not, whether man or woman, but now you have an older individual who might not be as up to date with some of the things that are current. Okay. Um, you know, would you hire someone like that? So I am a dying breed. Yeah. I will tell you that. So I'm going to explain to you what I do. Okay, go ahead. So I hire everybody through either through an agency, through their contractors. Yes, got it. I tell the agency that they need to remove from any resume they send me phone number, address, age, uh -huh. name. Got it. All of it out. Got it. Good. All I want is the details. Got it. Based off of the details is yeah. how I determine how whether you I want to interview them. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense because okay. now you're like, I'm taking all this other I'm stuff out of the way. I'm taking everything. I just want to know your skill set. I want to know your skill set. I don't want to know your name. I don't know any of that stuff. I just want to know what is this person capable of doing and I'm going to select from there. Right. I like it. So I don't, I, I eliminate everything. There's this discrimination based off of uh, name, Location, Gender, whatever. Phone number. Because, you know, you get somebody with a like a 215 area code. I'm like, that guy lives far. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to really want to commute. And that's 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 his decision to make. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I don't want I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to own that. So I have them remove all that stuff. Cool. The next thing I do is I actually send the resume to somebody else to review. Okay. Have them look at it. Okay. So what do you think? Mm -hmm. They're like, yes or no. They say, yes, okay. Now when we do the actual interview... Got it. The first 10 minutes of the interview, Yeah, there's no camera. Got it. Just voice. Just voice. Perfect. All I want to hear is voice. Got it. I'm going to ask you the simplest questions. Uh -huh. my, listen, my, when I interview, I ask the most simplest questions because if you can answer a simple question, I can teach you the hard stuff. Perfect. I like it. So far, we're, 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 rocking. Right? we're rocking. So I tell them, this is what we're going to do. Don't turn your camera on. We're good. Then we, once we have like 10 minutes into the conversation, I was like, okay, boom. Yeah. Now I see what they look like. Boom. At that point, I already made my decision. You're already committed because you're already like, I, this person met everything I needed them to meet. At that point. I like them. Regardless, regardless of whatever, whatever their age, like, regardless it, of what they look like, I'm sold. I'm already in. Completely don't care. Then I go to them and I go. interesting. Then I go to them. <laughs> I, need three, I, I need to know three things. Okay. What do you like about technology? What you don't like about technology? Uh-huh. Okay? The last thing I say is, what do you do for fun that has nothing to do with computers? Uh-huh. And that's how I determine whether they're going to be able to mix with the, the department that I'm in. I do not care about the age. I don't care what they look like. I don't care about any of that stuff. I, I have people that I've, that I've hired that are 
in their 50s. Uh-huh. I've hired people that are 19. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. The only issue I've ever seen uh-huh. was where somebody would come in, and this hasn't happened to me, says, I can't do that. I'm too old. Or I don't know that I'm not going to do it because I'm too young. I haven't been taught that. That's a different thing. Yeah, that's a different thing. But other than that, that's how I do it. So I really don't care. I know. So, Frankie, you did a great – that's a great answer. That's a great answer. No one can argue or dispute But that's that. what I do. I, and, I, and that's your process. Okay, here he comes. So what, I, what I'm trying to get at, Frankie, <laughs> is that do you think individuals – that are 70 and above. It doesn't make a difference to me. They handle high pressure. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So you, you have no qualms with people who are 70 and above also running this country? I, it doesn't bother me. If, you, if you're mentally fit to do it, yes, I, I'll give you the job. I have no problem with it. Yeah. But now, so I'm going back. So now, so the, because the, the day that came out, it was a recent poll saying that the majority of people who are in Congress and our president, they are of a certain age that they feel that these individuals are considered out of touch and that they can't keep up with the current but trends see, but see, of no, what's no, no, going no. So, on. See, but here's the difference. Okay. When I do my interview, I'm sure that they can do the job. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, Frankie. Those people, <laughs> they look, at, at, that, at that point, when you've been there 30, 40 years yeah. doing that job— you're not going to work. Uh huh. You're like going to your living room. <laughs> no, seriously, it's like it doesn't make a difference to them. They're going to their living room. It's like it was like, oh, I'm going to go into the office. I'm going to say no to this one, no to this one, and I'm just going to go in there and then get paid. <laughs> but it's our fault. Yeah, it's our fault that we turn around and be like, oh, we want him. We want. We still want him here, so we're going to reelect him. Then don't get mad. Yeah, no, you're you're one thousand percent correct. Don't no, get one thousand percent correct. But if they can do the job and they can they can be ninety, there was a I think there was a mayor that was like a hundred years old here in New Jersey. Uh huh. A hundred. Wow. It's still doing the job. Mentally, still there. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. No, I I you know I'm, what's worse? I'm, and I, I'm in you full agreement. Put a twenty four year old in that position, see what happens. No, I'm in I'm in full He's agreement. TikToking and, yeah. and <laughs> selfieing, selfieing, you know. <laughs> I mean, like it's one of it was one or the other. No, I'm in full agreement, and because that was a somebody brought this to my attention because they were they were making an argument or a stance that the people in Congress are too out of touch with modern times that they're not able to adjust to this, and they think that because of the pressures that the of what the country is going through and everything that's going on, how the complexity of it, that these individuals are no longer fit to do the job because, and then and then this was their counter argument to me was. They were like, Rashad, would you, if you're on a highway, would you rather be in an intense, I mean, if you were on a highway and you need to get away, would you prefer to be someone 30 years old uh, on the road with you or a bunch of 70-year-olds on the road with you? I want the 70-year-old. <laughs> I was like, no, because the 30-year-olds are going to crash into each other. <laughs> the 70-year-old's just going to keep his foot on the gas. He's not going to stop. His, his reflexes are gone. As long as the road is clear, we're good. I said the 70-year-olds would probably be a lot more safer than, than our 30-year-olds who will probably collide with each other trying to get ahead of each other. But no, that, that was their counter-argument. And I said basically this. I said, look, because now that I'm getting older, and this is me stepping into my 40s and maturity here. Whatever. <laughs> I said, listen, I'm, a, I'm the same belief of you, same belief as you, Frankie. I think if you are of sound mind still, there's nothing that you can't do that a person younger than you is uh, that 
they could do. In fact, you because of your wealth of experience and that you have, I think you might be able to be you might be able to come up with more creative solutions because as you get older, you you've seen different things or you've experienced different situations where you go offer a different perspective to. Right. That I think somebody who is still coming up might not have that perspective. And I think being older, it gives you that sort of honestly more advantages uh, than I would say than someone who's younger. So I don't think that you should they should limit the people because of their age. I think they should take into consideration, uh, like you said, of their skill set and their wherewithal with their mind to be able to keep up with things rather than just say, oh, he's too old. They're dinosaurs. They don't get it. No, teach them, because there's also a lot of things going on uh, in Congress with Bitcoin. And they're saying how, you know, because they're trying to create all these laws and regulation around it. And a lot of it is off, <laughs> but it's because they're still learning it, you know, and they're still trying to understand the cryptocurrency market and right. no, it's them off. so and I totally get it. No, but listen, here's the criteria. If you're falling asleep at work, yeah, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, no, 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 no. If you're mumbling when you're talking to 500 people, yeah, you shouldn't be there. If your right? pacemaker's going off in meetings and you think it's your cell phone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you no, know, you need to go. You need to go. Okay, <laughs> but you know, again, there's, you know, if you ever watch like, um, yeah, I'm one of these nerds that I'll actually watch like CNN. I see these guys, these these uh -huh. congressmen and senators, and all yeah, 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 yeah. talking. Some of them, I. They should put closed caption because they're mumbling so much you don't understand the word that's coming out of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Mitch. I don't like. That's <laughs> not like, like Mitch McConnell. You know, but that's but that's what happens. But then you know the other thing is that you have people there that they, you know like they don't even care that they're there. Yeah, they just know that they're guaranteed. Yeah, no, you're right. I think I de definitely I'm in agreement with term limits. Yeah. I think oh, a lot I, of these I don't guys mind term limits. Yeah, they need term limits on these guys because these guys. Been riding the wheels off of this thing, especially get Lindsey Graham out of there. He's an oh idiot. God. Anyway, I'm not going to make this a political podcast. I just wanted to touch on that topic. Um, real quick, let me ask you this thing. I'm going to pass the ball to you. <laughs> this came to me, Frankie. You ever try backing out of plans with someone and then you try to make up an excuse as to why you don't, you know, why you can't make it to those plans? Like you'll, you'll come up with something, right? Mm hmm. But every time you come up with one of these excuses, they have a solution for your problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like, you know, I can't make it. Um, you know, my money didn't deposit yet, so I don't really have the funds to go out. Oh, don't worry about it. I got, I'll pay for you. You know what? Nah, you know, my car is broken. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. I can pick you up in my car. I don't need you. <laughs> So I, 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 I've been put into that position a couple of times and it was just like, yo, no, I'm not feeling well. Why? What's the matter? Is that in my stomach? Oh, just, you know, drink this, drink that. I'm like, uh -huh. yeah, no, you know, I think I'm just going to stay home. No, no, come out, come out. I'm like, no, I really don't want to, you know, plus, you know, like, you know, like I got things to do tomorrow. No, 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 no. come on, Frankie, man. Don't worry about it. We, look, we won't even be out that late. Yo, I turned around and told him, you know me. Uh, what you do, Frankie? <laughs> I, I turned around and said, look, we just, I don't want to hang out with you. Oh, you just, you just, <laughs> you just stop with the lie. You just stop with the lie. I try being and... nice. I try giving you excuses. You don't want the excuses. I, I don't want to <laughs> hang out with you tonight. But why? I go, because I don't. Oh, There's man. There's things that you're doing that drive me crazy. So I don't, if I'm going to relax, I want to relax. I want to go out. I want to relax and go out. I don't want to have to worry about, you know, what you're going to say to somebody. Or... What they, Frankie, they just want to spend time with you, Frankie. No. They just want you to hang out. If I don't feel it, it's not happening. It's not... <laughs> 
<laughs> if I don't want to hang out with somebody, I'm not doing it. You'll know because I'll sit there and I'll put the biggest puss face you ever. ever oh, Frankie. <laughs> oh yeah, we it's happened several times in the past. You know, we've gone out and and you know you know my wife's like. Frankie, could you change your face? I said, I told you I didn't want to be here. <laughs> That's the so, best. So when, when your wife wants to take you somewhere, you don't want to go. What do you do, Frankie? <laughs> I, I didn't want to be perfect. here. That's perfect. So like, your wife is like, yo, Frankie, we got to go to this dinner. And we already committed to go. And I told her that you were coming. So why would you, you tell him? I don't want to go. <laughs> you need to get a suit. Why do I got to spend money on these people? Well, Frankie, so now you got to come up with an excuse. <laughs> I'm sick. No. I'm not going. You can't. You know, everybody. No, see, I don't have to come up with an excuse. I'm like, you figure one out. Let me know which one it is, and oh, I'm good. I'll take whatever you said to me. Whatever, I don't care what it is you come up with. She's going to be like, Frankie has Ebola. Yeah. I'm, and I, <laughs> I sit at home going, Ebola. Ebola. Yeah, I, I have no problem. But I'm, I, I, I can't. I, I'm not a fake. I can't sit with people and be a hypocrite. No, I feel you. But so, I'm just saying, it, just, it don't have to be like with people you don't want to be with. It's just like. Plans, you just not in the mood. Like you just don't want to go out. No, I don't go. <laughs> I, I there okay. There have been situations where like I gotta go and I sit there and. Oh, how about you commit? You have a committed. Well, I'll get the text. Yeah, guys. I'll get the text going. Change your face. <laughs> I'm like, oh. how about this, Frankie? Have you ever committed to some plans, and then you wanted to back out of it? Oh yeah, plenty of times. All right, and then you had to come up with an excuse to get out of it. <laughs> Things changed. That's. that's that's, That's my check. Thanks, Things change. change. I can't. I, you don't even try to happen. say like, oh, dude. There's no excuse. First of all, you always got to use the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to use the kids. Yo. No, because my kids won't back me up. My nah, kids won't. Nah. No. I'm like, oh, dang. Jasmine is just, whew, she woke up with a sore throat. And I think I might have caught it. <clears throat> so, you know, I don't want to spread that to you. No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going. All right. Things change. I can't go. I can't, Frankie. No, seriously. Uh, you, I mean, it's very obvious too. Because if I yeah. go, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. Like, yo, let me let me just get a beer. Yeah, all right. You got, you I, I got, have whatever you just pick something. I don't care. Oh man, are oh, you gonna have the attitude? Oh, I, oh, oh yeah, man, if I don't want to. I can't and, fake it. And now they're never gonna invite you again. And I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> all right, Frankie, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I can't. But why do you want to? Seriously, all jokes aside, so you so you change the plans. You don't want to go with them, right? I don't want to go anymore. Oh, so like, you don't like, want to go anymore. Yeah. Because now, okay, so here's the... I'll, I get I'll creative. Give you, no, I'll give you a scenario. All right, go ahead. You go don't want to go with them. All right, put me in it. But then now you have other friends that you want to hang out with that Ooh, night. No, 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 no. <laughs> see, that, that's, I don't do that. That's double jeopardy. That's double jeopardy. See? <laughs> see? I'm, no, 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 no. See? No, no, no. Like Beyonce, no, 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 no. no. Um, listen, when I tell one person no, that's it. That means I'm done for the day. Because God forbid that person... Catches a screenshot or video or TikTok or Instagram story of me somewhere else. Now my life is completely in shambles. So no, 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 no. I would be like, nah. I, I when I tell somebody I'm not, I'm not, you know, in the mood to go or I can't go. That's it. I'm locked down. I'm, I'm stuck in the house. No, not me. Not you. Oh, you're gonna go out, Frankie. I'm going out. <laughs> Wait, Frankie. Stop. Let's just rewind this story. Let's just rewind. Friend invites you out. You say yes. I'm gonna go. The day comes around, another friend asks you, hey, Frankie, we would love to have you over here. You call the first friend and say, hey, I ain't going to be able to make it. And they say, why, Frankie? You'd be like, ah, just can't do it. Mm -hmm. like, and they're like, Frankie, but I thought I already said that you were going to be here, and I kind of like reserved a spot for you. Ah, really sorry, man. I hate to do it to you. We'll catch up another time. That's you, Frankie? Pretty much. And then that same night, you're going to go out with the other friend. Mm-hmm. Frankie, you're going to get killed after this I show. I've done that. 
But they they all know because I'll, I'll I'll tell them. I said, listen, I can't I canceled the plans with this person to hang out with you. So I'm telling you right now. Yeah. You better not even post that a thing. Because <laughs> if you post a thing, we're done. No, I don't see. No, no. I, of course I've done that. No, I, I can't put that power in anyone's hands. Once once I say I'm not going, I'm not going. But that's to go to certain places. Like like if it's like a barbecue that I was invited to. Yeah. And, like if I was invited to go to one place. And then I'd rather go to the barbecue. I won't go to the barbecue. Okay. Because I can tell the one person not to take a picture, but I yeah, can't. You tell can't everybody stop everybody. Else. Yeah, they're gonna I, see you I with might the back end up in somebody's background. Yeah, in the background, <laughs> drinking a cerveza. Yeah, no. Oh no, man. No. But I've canceled on people like that. Yeah. But if I don't want to be with somebody, I'm not gonna do it. No, I feel you. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be forced to go. To some place you don't want to go, but I, I was saying you got to get a so little bit trouble. more. You got to get killed after the show, but you got to definitely get more creative with the with the lie. No, there's no there, lie. I'm not yeah. lying to them. No, 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 no. You got to get more creative. Like say, listen, look, uh, not feeling well. Kids are sick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Blame the kids. Yeah, that's the that. Listen, you pay for so many things for these kids. I have the right to blame when I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I do work all the time. Anyway, go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> My boss is like, Rashad, you coming in? Oh, no, Mason is just not doing well. And then you hear Mason <laughs> in the background, we going to the park. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not me. Go ahead, Frank. I'm going to pass the ball to you. All right. Now I got a question about you. Because you, 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 you touched on Go ahead. 30-year-olds driving and 80-year-olds driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you handle road rage? Oh, God. I'm the worst person for you to ask this question to. Like, my family, my whole family wants me in therapy. Like, I'm, I have road rage. <laughs> road rage is me, and I am road rage. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I'm pretty bad. Um, I'm working on it, I swear. Um, I've actually, you know, it's, I'm not even joking. I'm literally taking, like, stress pills. <laughs> Cause, oh, jeez. Because of the road rage? Yeah, I'm pretty bad. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Um. Nobody sees it more than my wife, obviously, but um, I, I'm, I've been getting better. I've been compartmentalizing and suppressing it. Um, I have a low tolerance for dumb drivers. Okay. It's, and, I, and the thing is, Frankie, I don't even think I'm the greatest driver in the world. Like, I miss stop signs. <laughs> People hide. <laughs> I miss certain signs. I, sometimes when it says yield, I speed up. <laughs> Listen, I'm from Jersey. This is this is look. Speed limits are just suggestions. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a, if you want to do that. Hey, 65 maybe. <laughs> so, so one time I got cut off. Yeah, go ahead. And I was pissed off because the guy cut me off, and I actually swerved, and I was on a turnpike. Oh man. So mind you, like this is a long time ago, long time ago, and yeah, and there were no cell phones, but. It was legal to eat while you were driving. Oh, okay. Oh, you dropped food on you. <laughs> so I was pissed because it's like I swerved and I'm like, oh, I dropped my oh, biscuit. Oh, no. Your biscuit? Yeah, so I was, I was heated. Uh, yo, was it a red lobster biscuit? No, no, it was Popeyes. Oh, oh, that, you'll choke on that. Yo, so I was pissed. <laughs> that, 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 so, the person that cut you off saved your life. <laughs> no, so, so we're driving, right? And the guys, the, I'm like, you know, I, I got right next to the guy. I'm like right next to him. And I'm yeah, like, yo, yeah. what's wrong with you? Yeah. And he's laughing at me. Oh. Bro, and I had a, I had like a bone in my hand, so I threw yeah. it at him. Yeah. Oh, you threw the bone. <laughs> you threw the chicken bone at him. <laughs> so I threw the chicken bone at him. He goes, <laughs> you hit me with a bone? Oh, my God. So I hit him. 
He goes, you hit me with a bone? I go, I would throw this piece, but I'm still eating it. <laughs> Yo, are you serious? <laughs> when I finished eating that other piece, Yo. I nailed him. I hit him in the head with the bone. You hit him with a bone. Yo, oh I nailed God. him. I nailed him. I hit him so Dude. hard. Where are my tissues? <laughs> oh, I don't even know where the tissues are. Here, I'm sorry. Yo, man. you're fine. Oh, my God. Bro, are you serious? You threw yeah. a chicken bone at this dude. I threw dude. a chicken bone at the guy. Then he was like, what is this? Some type of voodoo oh stuff? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I was bad. Bro, that is insane. I had, I'm going to tell you what, what incident that made me really, I, I realized that I had a problem. This happened a long time ago. Uh, thank, and um, thankfully, thank God, it was just me in the car. Um, I did something real stupid. This was like the this is the worst moment, and I'm I'm this is weird that I'm even revealing this. Oh, <laughs> Long story short, I wish my my story was as funny as yours, but it was actually more intense and ridiculous. But anyway, long story short, you didn't hit him with a bone. No, <laughs> I was in a car, and I was on a highway. This guy, um, he was first. He was tail. He was like, uh, what do you call it when they're like on your butt the whole time? Not tailgating. Is it tailgating? Tailgating. All right, so he's tailgating me, and we're on a highway. And I already knew. I was already doing five miles an hour above the speed limit. So I was like, I'm not going any faster. And I wasn't even in the first lane. I was in the middle lane. Mm -hmm. And this guy was on my – like, it felt like he – I didn't want to brake check him because it was he was so close that I felt like if I brake checked him, he would have definitely hit me, like, without question. So I'm like – I'm like brewing, like, this guy just needs – and the thing is, he could go anywhere, but he's on my butt. And I'm like, maybe it's a cop. Maybe it's the cop in an unmarked car. So whatever the case may be, I don't know if he was just trying to intimidate me. I don't even know what it was for. But all I know is he must have got fed up. He switched lanes, and then he cut in front of me. And then he started slowing down so that I would be on his butt. So now I'm, I'm, I honk my horn. I, like, laid on my horn. Because I'm, like, thinking that's going to really, like, do something. And um, he put his middle finger up. He put his middle finger up. That wasn't me. And, um... And I saw that. And then, oh, boy. I saw red, Frankie. Mm. I went over the deep end. I, <laughs> I got out from behind him. I cut him off, slammed on my brakes, got out my car, went to his car, and I slammed my fist on his hood, and I said, get out the car. Damn. <laughs> yeah. The guy, his face looked like a ghost. <laughs> like, I didn't care who he was. I was going to... I was I was like, get out the car now! And he was just staring there, looking no. at me. Like, and his eyes was like bigger sources. I saw red. Like I was like, and and the, and the cars that were going past me, they were like slowing down because we're stopped in the middle of the highway. I'm in the highway. That's <laughs> like insane. this is not like a side street. You need to eat. Yeah, some chicken bones. Bro, after that, and then and I, I I think I put a dent in his hood. Um after that though, he just and he wouldn't get out the car, obviously. And I was like, I said, I said something like, stay away from me. And then I got back in my car and I peeled off. <laughs> Thank God he never pressed charges. Thank God the police never came. Thank God. Like, I guess yeah. I, that guy must have doodled on himself in the car. <laughs> he he must have. Because, bro, I, yo, that was the, that's when I realized I was like, my heart was racing. My, my, I was, I was sweating. I was all like, I was like breathing hard. I was, and then that's when I realized I was like, Okay, I got issues. I I, I got to like that's my worst moment ever. I said I never want to do that again. Yeah, it was in the middle of the parkway, bro. Like wow. that was that was my wildest experience and I was like, nah, never again. I can never go that far again. Like 
No, I think the worst I did was the bones. But yeah, but the bone is hilarious. No, that's I love the bone. Yeah, that's true. That, um, but um, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so I have a friend of mine. Yeah. Who was at the um the turnpike exit by eleven? And yeah. Some guy was just kept like getting really close to him and almost hitting him. Yeah. So they get into an argument. He says, "Pull over so I can slap you." Yeah, bro. He this to my friend. So my friend gets out the car. Yeah. Goes over to him, sees him, and he slaps him. That's and, and goes to the guy. I says, "Now what are you gonna do?" <laughs> Now what are you gonna do? But yo, this is the thing with me. Road rage is real. And I'm gonna tell you why why I get so intense on the road. Cause cars are not something to play with. Like you could play with anything else. Like you could play when we out in the street. You could play with us. You don't play with cars. Like don't tempt my life with a car. Like you, there's other ways we could like uh, you know, mess around or if you right. want to like cut me off in line or if you want to do something. That's all fine and dandy. Moving objects, cars. I've seen way too many car accidents. I've seen way too many incidents. That's why whenever I see people who drive recklessly or drive crazy or do something, you if you try to endanger my life, like I go a different level. Like I, that's something you can't play with. Like I, I just can't. And and I'm already freaking out because my daughter's gonna be on the road driving. I took her driving yesterday, and I'm just trying to prepare her. Like, we was on the road, and we went to the park. So I've been having her drive around the park or whatever just so she could just be comfortable, get used to cars coming. And when we was driving, the park ranger came mm. um, because they was they were sealing off a section of the park. And when he was coming, his lights went on. And my poor baby, she got all a little flustered a little bit. She got a little, like, she kind of panicked a little bit, like, oh, oh. and I said, it's okay, it's okay. But I said, I'm putting you in these different situations. Thankfully, it's nothing serious. He's not mad at us. He just wants us to get out of here. <laughs> But I was like, I want you to be in these different situations because when you're on a highway, you're going to see cop cars. You're going to see fire trucks. You're going to have all these different, you know, distractions that's going to throw you off your game from the road. And you got to be able to adjust to these different things. But, like, I, I man, cars are nothing to play with. I can't play with cars. All right, I got to switch it up. Let me ask you something. Okay. So I saw this on Twitter, and I got to share it with you. <laughs> you ready? Go ahead. This guy says, I propose to my wife. With a cubic zirconia ring. He's divorced. No, listen, Frankie. I used the money I saved not buying a diamond to pay off her debt. We've been married and debt-free for 16 years. Cubic zirconias are for are forever. <laughs> okay. Frankie. So how much debt does she <laughs> have? So Frankie, let's just all right, let me I'm gonna I'm gonna paint the, I'm gonna paint this uh story even more. You ready? Go ahead. Guy and a girl. Guy meets the woman, falls in love. Their relationship progresses. He finds out that she has credit card debt. Her credit card debt is, let's just say, 9000 He says, I know about her debt. I know how hard she works. I'm going to pose to her with this ring. Beautiful looking ring. Cuba Zirconia. Zirconia. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's just say he spent two hundred dollars on this ring. There's two hundred dollars on the ring. And but wait, 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 wait. And they think I'm cheap because I don't know how much my barber. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. I don't even want to hear it. That, listen, that guy right there does not even deserve to be married. So this guy, he did goes, he buys her the ring, and without even telling her, he calls the credit card company, pays off her debt. With the money he was gonna originally use to buy her an engagement ring, he used it to pay off her debt, wipe her debt clean. Gives her the ring. Because honestly, the ring, the ring is just a symbol. It's a symbol, right? It's to symbolize my love. 
in our new life together. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, do you think he made a good move? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why, Frankie? Dude. Elaborate. I you start a marriage with no debt. Listen, I was in debt. I know. And I get that whole part. Yeah. Nice guy. Okay. Yeah. He okay. pays off her, pays off her debt. Doesn't make a difference. She got a cubic zirconia. She's not she's not gonna show that <laughs> ring off. <laughs> she's so, not gonna show so it. So are the That's so, part that is part of the that moment that a woman has, that that glory of being engaged and and all that is to show off that ring, that value. But and you're turning around and you're giving me something from a bubblegum machine? <laughs> Dude, there's something to say there's about some, that. There's some pretty cubic zirconias out it there. It doesn't make a difference. Okay, <laughs> would you? No, would you have done it? No. Okay, but wait, I'm trying to get shoot this guy some bail because I do think his intentions are super noble, and I do think. He, so I right, no, he could have turned around. He could have turned around and paid four thousand dollars of that and taken five of that and bought her a nice ring. Okay, but wait. Let's just let, let, let's 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 shoot this guy some bail. I'm gonna shoot him some bail. There are guys who go out and buy an engagement ring, and that ring looked like they were better off with a cubic zirconia because that ring come out looking like this. That's that's, that's a different story. <laughs> come out looking like you know uh, a crust of a diamond, not even a diamond. But but, hey, but so it all depends. On was his it worth? Finance. But wait, was it worth for that girl to have that crust of a diamond ring, then have him put that money towards her debt? If it if it was earned because that's what he can afford, yeah. it's respectable. Absolutely, yes. All right. But if you're gonna turn around and go nine ninety nine, but if he gives him a, a nice cubic cubic zirconia, like you say can't he, even pronounce it. I can't. He, I can't. You know that that doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> Just stick with CZ and you're fine. All okay? right, fine. <laughs> look, look. If he has saved up, he saved up with the, he's with this girl. He saved up ten grand, right? And he's like, "Yo, I'm ready to pop the question." And he knows that she's struggling to pay this debt. He knows, like, she's working hard. Her her interest on the, on the debt is going up every month. And he's like, man, I really want to help her. But I, I do want to buy her a ring. If he says, boom, I'm buying a ring. I mean, I'm buying, I'm going to pay off your debt. And then I'll give you a little ring here. I think that's admirable. Where are they now? All oh, the divorced. But she's, no, she's he, says six, it. he says 16 years of marriage. Yeah, but they haven't even spoken to each other. Oh, <laughs> Frankie, why are you talking bad about them? <laughs> because he he's, he he needs to get her another ring. He he could probably ten years later buy a new ring. No, you don't, you you do not start with a CZ. You don't. No, <laughs> don't, Frankie. I th- but he paid off her debt. I no? don't care. But pay half her debt. Some people live with debt their whole marriage. Listen, we all have debt. That's yeah. the reality. We uh-huh. are all gonna have it. She probably got into more debt after they got married. And he's still paying for that. So, and she's still going to be paying for it. It doesn't make a difference. He should have said, okay, if it's $10,000 that she owed and he had $11,000 that he could have spent, okay, pay 5000 of that or 6000 of her debt and then get in her a nice three, dollars $4,000 ring and she would have respected it a little bit more. I would respect him a little bit more. One of my <laughs> guys, I'd be like, yo, seriously? A little tough there. No, nah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I, I say, I, I do like your other idea, though, where you said that he could dedicate a portion of the money towards her debt and then a portion of the money towards the ring. So that way he could at least give her, you know, part of the appreciation of what he feels for her towards the ring and make a nice proposal and then put the other half towards uh, the debt to help bring her down her debt. So I yeah. am, 
That would not be me. I am with that. <laughs> but dag. No. Dag. A cubic a CZ, bro. Nah. Bless him with the CZ. Come on, say it again. What is it? What is cubic it? zirconia. Yeah. Ooh, now you say it. <laughs> CZ. I ain't stupid. <laughs> I know I'm going to screw it up. Frankie, you think if we lived in another country, we'd be hotter? <laughs> hotter? What do you mean? Like what? <laughs> do you think we'd be more attractive in another country? Because <laughs> now that we're idiots expanding in other countries, do you think other countries are like, who? look at this Frankie. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell Okay, here. I'm going to tell you they right now. They got to look at you. Hi, Frankie. Ooh. Listen. Wee wee. <laughs> see, I'm going to answer that for you. I will tell you right now that I get better looking with the more money that I make. Ooh. Facts. <laughs> so, so right now they're looking at him no. like, yeah, he ain't that cute. But I, if Ooh. we get a deal, we get a deal. Like, he, you know, he's got a $3 million deal because now like it. all of a sudden they're saying, oh, he got oh a $3 million God. deal. They're like, they're like, yo, he's a good looking fatso. And then they're sitting here going, it's, not, it's no. not the money. It's just that he's funny. No, no, no. Like, that's like those people that are like 100 years old marrying a 35-year-old. Come on, really? Frankie, I can't with you. Really? No, it's oh, I love him for who he is. No, you don't. You love the fact that he's almost ending. <laughs> that railroad pigeon. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the more money a person has, the better looking they get. You know what? I'll stay the where I'm at. I like it. I'll just stay. I'll just stay cute and broke. <laughs> no, somebody had asked. They were like, they was uh, one of my friends was like, he said, bro. He goes, you know, in the, in the States, he goes, we all look alike in the States. We all got the same sort of like culture and clothes that we wear. He goes, he said, I bet if I lived like in Ireland, I would crush it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, you think, I think you'll look the same regardless. I don't think they have different standards. No. He's, and then uh, he was telling me, he was like, he said, you don't understand. He says, this country, in that country, I'll be deemed like exotic because <laughs> I'm rare. <laughs> Bro, we're not Pokemon. <laughs> Yo, no, doesn't work that way. Ugly's ugly. Ugly's ugly. You, you put money in front of ugly, he's good looking. There or are she's two good looking. There are two things that are international in every language: the word "no" and "ugly." Mm-hmm. <laughs> ugly's ugly. That's all I can say. About oh man, that. I can't believe that's the I question. Frankie, you ever wonder, like, oh, I forgot, I forgot a credit. I, for, I mean, I forgot another current event. Um, that should be helpful for me. Oh, one. Maury is ending after 30 years on television. So what's going to happen? How are these people going to find out if they're the father? So, no. Yeah, Maury is ending after 30 years. And it's so funny. He actually came out and he said uh, he actually wanted to end, it, end the show six years ago before, you know, this retirement announcement. He said he was just done with it. And I know Maury gets a lot of flag for basically embarrassing people on national television as we do these pregnancies. Maury does not embarrass them. He, <laughs> no, they embarrass themselves. They, they embarrass he just themselves. the benefit. But I would say that those DNA tests, because I was like trying to find out, like, why do people go on Maury to do this? Like, why don't you just do this with your personal doctor and pay? But it's expensive to find out, like, the DNA is tied to this individual, like, <clears throat> and, and insurance, I don't think, covers it. Like, it's an expensive thing. So if do you the, had to do the 23 in me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, you pay a hundred dollars. You spit this. You spit the thing. You put the you slime. See, oh, in we're it. connected. One. What? Oh, what? One. We must be one of one. Yo, we our percentages are ninety-eight, ninety-eight percent. I'm your daddy. There you go. That's that. You are not that's the. the I'm your daddy. <laughs> that's the way to do it. 
Don't go to those DNA things. Just get go to ancestor ancestry.com. There you go. go to twenty three and me and just get the spit cup and you'll find that in six weeks. Yeah. And maybe that's why he's probably shutting the show down because he's getting run out by twenty three and me and ancestry. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, because the thing is it used to be mad expensive, especially back in the day. It was like it was ridiculous. So like people go on the show just to get it. But my thing is like how do you not remember that one lady who was on there like six episodes because she couldn't find out who the dad was? And she brought like six different dudes there. And she dude. Every time she came on it, she was like, he's definitely the one. This is this is definitely it. that chick had like 16, 16 guys. Oh my god, it was no, sick. My favorite one, because I used to watch it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. It's, Every, it's everyone has watched at least one episode of Maury. Maury, uh Jerry Springer, Jerry Springer, Richard Bay. Richard Bay, oh my Richard god. Richard Bay was classic. You know, and now we just watch it different. Now it's Moonshiners and it's, oh, no, all, yeah. it's all the same. Frankie, you're the only one watching Moonshiners. This show's so great. <laughs> it's it's all the same. Listen, <laughs> I can't even say it. Go ahead. Get it out. Just say it. <laughs> He's like, who's listening? <laughs> I can't even say it. All right, fine. We won't we won't say it. Oh God. You're not gonna you're not gonna come out with it? No, I can't. All right, fine. <laughs> I can't with you, Frankie. Anyway. Maury's leaving. Just want that was a current event, and I forgot to also address another current event. Uh, good news. So the credit agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Well, guess what, Frankie? Mm. They're going to remove most medical debt from consumers' credit reports. So this is this initiative is going to wipe out more than seventy percent of medical debts that can last several years on someone's report and prevent them from buying a house, a car, etc. One in five households carry medical debt. The issue should now help you know, alleviate them being able to get proper loans. Now, this doesn't mean that they're going to say, hey, you don't have to pay that medical bill that you owe because America's medical system is completely broken and in shambles. You still owe the money. But the good news is it won't stop you from getting a loan on a car or won't stop you from getting a loan on a house because they're going to take it off the credit reports, which I think is it's, it's nice. Okay, it's nice. I see where you're going <laughs> with this. But hey, let me explain to you. Go ahead. Break it down, Frankie. Okay. Their credit score is still going to be crap. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so if their credit scores, they well, can, I don't know. No, no. no whoa, 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 whoa. There's I don't no know. way you're gonna go from like a five forty. <laughs> okay, don't knock the mic down. What am I doing? What are you? A five forty to a oh, to uh-huh. seven hundred. That's gonna take a couple of years for that to happen. No, absolutely, absolutely. So they're not gonna get a good. So what they're doing is, says, oh, you're still gonna have that debt, but we're taking it off of here. But you want to buy a car now? The interest rate's gonna be a lot higher for you. You can get the car, so you're gonna yeah. get a crappy car. With with roll up windows, right? But no, nobody does roll up windows. Trust me, they're gonna find the one car because the only car they can afford Listen. is roll up windows with three and a half doors, right? Uh, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half doors. That's the, what they're gonna get. The half is for the midget to get in the back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, got it. They gotta get in. Got it. And what's gonna end up happening is they're gonna be paying like if that was a BMW. What? I, I hear what you're saying. You are one thousand percent correct. Their credit score is probably going to be jacked if they were already in the pits to begin with. But if you're a person that's like on the cusp, say you're like 650, and the thing that's holding you back is really that that medical debt that's been hanging on there for like 10 years. And one of these credit agencies says, guess what? We're going to take that out. You might get bumped up 10, 20, 30 points. It's still below 700. You, you know, it'll get you further up. I think 690 and up, they start, they put you in the fair rating. Fair. <laughs> I think, I think. I could fair be off. It gets you nowhere. Seriously, yeah, you, yeah. Have be, you have to have great You have credit. to have 710 or higher. But now think about those people. They're, they're doing fine. Well, but No, but think about those people. they 710, but they got crazy medical debt. Because medical debt is like you could get, uh, God forbid, an accident or have a, something that happened at work where you hurt yourself. 
and you got this medical bill, mainly because, you know, your insurance only covered, or maybe you got crappy benefits where your, your benefits only cover 70 or 80%, but because of the amount of surgeries and whatever you needed, your bill is like through the roof. You still like, got to pay it. Yeah, and then you're still paying it, but you're maybe falling behind because you got other expenses. Times is rough. So now it's like... They would never have done this yeah. if there wasn't a shortage on chips and there weren't a shortage of the gas prices. They would never have done this if the, the housing market wasn't booming the way it is right now. Okay. Yeah. They know, they realizing, and another part of that is that they also know that these under 30s are not buying houses they rather rent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They also know that they're not going to because they, 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 they're never going to buy. Yeah. Because their plans are to move from point A to point B. They don't want to be committed to one spot like we did. We bought a house. We're, we're mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Where are we going? They don't, want, they, don't, they don't want that to happen to themselves. They don't even want kids. Yeah. So the, next gov- the, the government right now is like saying, how do we get them to convince? So, you know, like, oh, they got debt. They'll pay off the debt. Yeah. They're about to, like, even with the student loans now, they're freezing it again. They're getting another extension and not pay back debt. Uh, they're on their student loans. Um, but no, back to that to that medical thing. I, I Honestly, I think most of these uh, pe- people realize that, one, our medical system with billing is, is atrocious because it's way overinflated. And I think also because all the insurance and all the different billing and the stuff like that. And I also think that they also know that nine times out of 10, those people, if they're delinquent on those medical costs or those, whatever it might be, they either file in bankruptcy and they're never paying that money back. <laughs> so you either a wipe it off the credit report. It just move on and just let the money keep flowing. Or you sit there and try to like pray that eventually they have enough sympathy to want to pay y'all back. But it's just not, I say, yeah. Because all, all, every time they don't pay medical bills, it goes into collections. And then once it goes into collections, the person goes into bankruptcy. Then what? Nobody gets the money. <laughs> what you going to do? Mess up his credit score? Once it goes, <laughs> once it goes into collection, yeah. can, the, the first thing you can actually even look it up, it says as long as you do a consistent payment, they don't care what it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excuse me. But if so they say, it, I'm not paying it. They're not paying it. And, the, and, the, and because it's there, it can't affect them anymore. Yeah, it's done. Now they're like, whatever. Do, kick rocks. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the credit uh, agency actually bought the debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that's their Similar problem. to like buying a bond. So th- just... <laughs> the other way, now you the owe. The other way, now you owe. Yeah. But, uh, but what they're going to do is just like, if you don't want to pay them, you don't pay them. But if you do decide to pay them, you could pay them a dollar a week for the rest of your life. And there's nothing they can do because yeah. when, it, when it comes to paying stuff that goes to a, a debt, a yeah, credit card, yeah. uh, what do you call them? Um, a credit, uh, credit collection place? Yeah, yeah the, those agencies, the yeah, collection yeah, yeah. agencies. All they want to see is the consistency of being paid. Yeah. Okay. Because they're still they, they they want their money. Yeah, man. And there's nothing they're not gonna garnish your pay for it. Yeah. I tell you that for a fact. They're not. Frankie said, "I tell you that for a fact because they didn't touch mine. <laughs> they didn't. They're not because at that point it's not. Nah, gonna it's happen. a wrap. It's a wrap. No, you are absolutely one thousand percent correct. No, nah, man. Mm. Frankie, you got something? I'm tired. I know. I feel like we've been on for a minute, man. Yeah, I, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. All right. And I got to go get my daughter from work. Um, awesome, man. I think we're good. I think another solid show. I think this was a good time. Guys, man, we filled up the chat, man. We got over 60 people up in uh, that was peeking in here. So appreciate all of you guys listening. Uh, thank you guys for rocking with us. I know the show kind of went a little bit all over the place today. Uh, <clears throat> very interesting show. Um, but yeah, we thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to follow us on Spotify as well as on Apple Podcasts and Google Casts. 
Um, be sure to check us out on Facebook as well as on Instagram so you can stay in tune whenever we are uploading new episodes. We definitely appreciate all you guys showing your support, spreading the love, telling other people about the show. We really hope you guys enjoy the show. This was episode number 24. We love you guys. We'll be back again next week. Peace. Oh, by the way, hit us up on Life Lessons with Idiots at gmail.com to send us any feedback or love or tell me to shut up or get therapy for my road rage. Got it. <laughs> we out of here, yo. Let's get out of here. Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Peace. Bro, you really threw a chicken wing? Yeah. You threw a chicken wing. Did it, did it hit him in the face? I hit him right in the cheek. <laughs> Yo. Seriously? Yo, first off, your accuracy is crazy. This is in a moving car. A moving car. I went. <laughs> Yo. Yes, sir. Yo, wait. I'm just imagining. Yo, instead of Fast and the Furious. Fast in the chicken. Yep. I got him. Dude, I got him. I got him good. You threw the chicken wing like a battering. <laughs> we were going out, and I was cracking up. And he was like, what? I go, I, and I throw this one at you, too, but I'm, I'm still not finished eating it. Bro, yeah, man. I, I, I'm I, still trying to, like, I'm, I'm doing a better job suppressing, but, yo, it was really bad, especially when I was younger, man. I, I can't do that no more. No, nah, I'm I, I'm good now because of the the whole thing with my kids and all that. Yeah, if I'm by myself sometimes. I, I do. Yeah, by myself is it's it's actually yeah. You're right. When you're by yourself, it's scarier than I. I need people in the car. I need chaperones. Yeah. <laughs>